Ladies and gentlemen, I am too excited to waste my time with an intro. You know what we're talking about today. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Ron's House. Let's get it started. have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people. We've won with the most votes ever cast on presidential ticket in the history of the nation. 74 million. What I must admit has surprised me. Tonight, we're seeing all over this nation, all cities and all parts of the country, indeed across the world, an outpouring of joy, of hope, renewed faith, and tomorrow, bring a better day. And I'm humbled by the trust and confidence you've placed in me. I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the words of Joe Biden, president-elect of the United States. This is the moment that we all have been waiting for. It is finally here. They finally called it on Saturday. Where were you when they finally called Joe Biden, the president of the United States. How excited were you? Well, I could tell you, you probably matched the excitement of not just cities around this country, not just states around this country, but cities and countries all around the world were excited to hear this news. Now, in my lifetime, I surely have seen people excited when a president wins. Barack Obama certainly comes to mind. I mean, that was probably the most historic victory in our country's history. We may have just seen the second most historic for a couple of reasons. One, Joe Biden got more votes than any other nominee in the history of this country. This is the story of never give up. This guy has run for president for four different times and finally won one. It is also historic because we have the first female, we have the first black, we have the first Indian, and we have the first Asian vice president in the history of this country. Now, that's exciting and that is historic, but it took over 2,020 years to finally get here. I say that's still a little bit embarrassing, but you know what? Let's not worry about that right now. Let's just celebrate and take it in. We, I, I mean, one thing I certainly will admit, Joe Biden got more votes than anybody in the history of this country. Now, a very large portion of those votes were anti-Trump votes, which is definitely understandable. Donald Trump is the reason why people were dancing in the street. Donald Trump is the reason why other countries were ringing church bells and celebrating and playing music and dancing as well. 
You really, really, really have to suck if you elicit that type of behavior from people all across the world. All across the world they were celebrating that this guy's out. Now, he doesn't think he's out, and I'm not going to waste my breath on this because time and time and time and time again, this guy has done and said things throughout his entire presidency that just is bogus and has not come true. I have a list of those things. I'm going to go over a few of those things in a little bit. But I also want to take this time just to celebrate and just to think back of the hell that this president has put this country through for four years. There is definitely a certain sector of this country that didn't find it hellish. They found it fantastic. It was great. It was awesome. In fact, where Joe Biden got the most amount of votes in the history of this country, Donald Trump wound up getting the second most amount of votes, which again, you know, when I look at it, it it does make me sad and it does damper this for me just a little bit to think that there are that many people out there that have listened to this guy and seen what he has done over the last four years. And as I've said before, say, yeah, give me four more years of that. This looks great. And there certainly has to be a reason why. I mean, we can certainly go down the road of saying they're stupid or they're racist, and there definitely were a share of stupid and racist. There's absolutely no question about it. But there were certainly a lot of Trump supporters out there who I did not feel were stupid and I do not feel are racist. I know people personally that I don't think are racist, and I don't think that they're stupid. I definitely think they are very, very misinformed. So what do we do now? What do we do with Trump supporters, especially the ones that we know? Well, I mean, I am, first of all, going to take the lead of a president now, a president-elect who has, has said it's time to temper all of this hatred and all this rhetoric that is driving our country insane. I have said this on this podcast many times. If Trump supporter and Biden supporter and Bernie supporter and whoever else you supported, if we all sat down and spoke to each other, I think we would all find we're really on the same page, that we really, for the most part, all want the same things. We all might have little differences and uh, ideas of how to get there, but really, when it comes down to it, we all want the same thing. And we right now are doing the bidding of, of Vladimir Putin, who really had a huge hand in this, had a huge hand in the divisiveness in this country. And Donald Trump just ran with it. I mean, it's really about the only time he's run, but he ran with this divisive and hateful tactics that really have split up the country. There is a lot of people out there who look at anybody that does not defend or vote for Donald Trump as the enemy, literally the enemy, that we're really trying to destroy America. But it's not. We all just have different ideas. But we can all still, at the end of the day, get along. Now, I'm not talking about the Trump supporter that is racist. I don't need them. I, I, I don't care about them. I don't want to associate with anybody who's racist. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some Biden supporters who are racist too. I mean, racism 
they go that goes all parties. It's not just Republicans who are racist. So let's kind of make sure we point that out so there is no mistaking that racism transcends all walks of life. So I'm not sure how everybody out there reacted to the news, but I, for one, you know, you you definitely want to gloat a little bit. There's no question there's somewhere down inside of you or just blatantly out there that wants to rub it in the other person's face. And believe me, there is a part of me that wants to rub it in people's faces. For anybody that has listened to my podcast since I started it back in April, I've had some pretty animated language towards the president and their supporters. But we are at a time now where, A, we won, and B, the fight is over. And now it's time to move on and try to figure out what we can do to heal the divide between the Biden supporter, the Trump supporter, the Bernie supporter, and everybody else. Because we are the United States of America. We're all in this together. And that's why it was so disappointing that when something like the coronavirus came along, it was something that attacked our country. And this is like the only time where there was an attack on our country where we were not all on the same page. And it was because of one person. Now, I said that I'm going to not gloat to Trump supporters. You know, I've I've been on Facebook for years and I I'm I'll definitely go on Facebook and give my opinion. Many times I have done it. And since the election ended and Joe Biden won, not posted one thing, not one thing on Facebook. I'm staying away. I'm not texting friends of mine that are Trump supporters. I'm not gloating. I'm not rubbing it in their face because I know this feeling. We all know this feeling. We know how we felt in 2016. Now, you might say to yourself, are you really trying to compare Hillary Clinton losing to that monster piece of shit Donald Trump losing? I am. Um, You know, there's a lot of people who think Hillary Clinton's a monster piece of shit which I find ridiculous. You know that if you listen to this podcast. But we all have different ways of thinking. It may not line up with what you think. It may not line up with what I think. In fact, there are like-minded people usually listening to my podcast. You might listen to something I have to say and go, nope, I don't agree with that, and that's okay. But I do have friendships, and I do have relationships out there of people who voted for Donald Trump. And again, not because they're racist or not because... They uh, just are hateful people. It's just they looked at him and found that he was a better leader than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, which I vehemently disagree, obviously, but they do. I mean, you ever watch boxing? Two guys could sit there before the fight at these press conferences and yell at each other and actually maybe even get into fisticuffs during the press conferences. But once the fight's over, they hug each other and go, good fight. And I am happy to say that to Trump supporters. Now, Donald Trump, on the other hand, can go a fuck himself. And I am so happy that that guy is getting booted right out of our house. There's nothing more satisfying than watching those people celebrate in front of the White House while he was driving home from another round of golf and then have to stare out his window, sadly, pathetically, looking at people cheering, dancing, yelling, screaming, celebrating that he needs to make moving plans. I love it because this guy was a monster. He was an absolute monster and he did not govern 
for everybody in the United States, as our new president in the beginning of that clip I played in the beginning of the show said. He did not. He cared about his supporters, and that was it. And he lied to them every day. This is what I was talking about earlier with their supporters. I don't find them all racist. I don't find them all hateful. I do find a lot of them very, very misinformed, though. You know why? I've talked to them. I've listened to them. And it's really hard to respond back when they have drilled into their heads these falsities. In fact, falsities that never come true. I told you I have a list of things. And I always wonder the people who defend Donald Trump and believe every word he says, they just like this new thing that they cheated in the election. He was cheated out of the election and that he's going to court. I mean, I've been walking my dog in my neighborhood and I can hear people in their uh, on their porch talking and they're talking about how well he's still going to court and he's going to get them and these cheating democrats and i'm like oh my god how do you guys keep believing this stuff over and over and over again i i just i want to ask them these questions so when rewind the clock way 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 back when he was before he started running for president when he said that Barack Obama was not born in this country. Well, for some reason, networks started picking up this story and they were reporting it and it was all over the place. And then they keep pressing Donald Trump about it. And Donald Trump would say, I've got people in Hawaii right now and they are looking into this and you're not going to believe what they found. Well, obviously, nothing came of that. Why are Trump supporters not stopping and going, hey, Donald, what happened with those guys in Hawaii? What I thought you said that they had some major stuff and we weren't going to believe what it was. You never told us what it was. But OK, maybe we'll forgive you for that one. Then you went on to say that you were looking into Hillary's emails and the email server and you had people looking into it. And guess what? Once again, you're not going to believe what they found. And this is what started lock her up, lock her up, that Hillary was going to go to jail because of these unbelievable things they're finding out about Hillary. Well, Trump supporter, can we go back and say, uh, Mr. Trump, the Obama thing, I'm going to let slide. Then you brought up the Hillary thing. You said, we're not going to believe what we found about Hillary and her emails. What what did you find? Oh, you're not going to believe it. It's unbelievable. And then time would go on and that subject would not be broached again. Then he claims that he is building the most beautiful wall you've ever seen in the history of walls. It is going to be so beautiful. And guess what? Taxpayers of America, don't you worry about it because guess who I'm getting to pay for it? Mexico. Mexico is going to pay for this unbelievably beautiful wall. You're not going to believe the wall. People are going to be traveling from all over the world just to see this wall. It's so beautiful. And Mexico's paying for it. Um, Mr. Trump, I don't know if this is the fake news media, but I read the other day that Mexico, in fact, didn't pay the wall that we did. No, no, that's fake news. Fake news. Mexico paid for it. Oh, okay, Mr. Trump. What else you got for us? Well, I got another thing for you. This Barack Obama, the one who I'm still not so sure was born in this country. Do you still have people on that case? We're finding things out. Oh, okay. All right. I'll hold on. Well, anyway, he spied on my campaign and the things that we are finding 
about Barack Obama and what he did with our campaign, it's going to wind up being the biggest scandal in the history of this country. In fact, I even came up with a name for it. Obamagate. Really? Tell me more. Oh, the things we're finding out, you're not going to believe it. Okay, well, I'm still kind of waiting on the Hillary email things and Barack Obama not being born here and Mexico paying for the wall. But this sounds pretty juicy. And you got me convinced on this one. It sounds pretty good. So I can't wait for more details on that one. There's about a hundred more of those, but just one more. That from day one, he said he was appealing Obamacare, that prescription drug prices were going down. You're never going to see a, a plan more beautiful, more beautiful, a plan more beautiful than this health care plan. Well, he's promised this, promised this before he was president. He promised it right after he became president. He even promised it up to as far back as or as low, little back as a couple weeks ago. I remember it was about two months ago. He's with Chris Wallace and he goes, I've got a new health care plan that's coming out in about two weeks. Two, two weeks came and went. Nothing. And I'm just the reason why I bring this up is because now from your favorite or least favorite Trump supporter, they are going to be insistent that this race is not over, that it is going to court and that Donald Trump is still going to be president next year. I am personally willing to give anybody 20 to 1 odds, which means I will give you $20 for every $1 that you bet me. But you have to bet a minimum of 100 bucks. okay? So you give me $100 if you lose. I give you $2,000 if I lose. And the bet is Donald Trump will not be the president of the United States in 2021. If you personally want to take the bet because you go, oh, that was pretty good odds. I mean, might as well take it. But you have to bet a minimum $100, don't forget. Or if you have Trump people out there who are convinced, tell them to email my show, runshousepodcast at gmail.com. I will take their bet at 20 to 1 that Donald Trump is not going to be the president due to a court hearing that goes his way. As I said last week, what you need in court, it's crazy. You're not going to believe it. But you actually need proof. And you need some competent attorneys, too. You have Rudy Giuliani is your attorney. I mean, oh, my. What a well, we talked about this before the fall from Grace from from Rudy. And by the way, did I hear this correctly, that they were supposed to do a press conference at the Four Seasons Hotel and got it mixed up and wound up having it at the Four Seasons Landscaping Company? Did I see this correctly? Did this actually happen? And instead of them saying, you know what, let's skip the press conference, they actually still went to the landscaping company. And that can't be true, is it? Wow, what a way for the presidency to end. But Donald Trump does have some very interesting things coming to him once he leaves office. And now is not the time to be nice. I've heard, should Joe Biden pardon Donald Trump? The answer is no. Absolutely not. And quite frankly, it really doesn't matter because the Southern District of New York is salivating to get their hands on him and you can't pardon that crime anyway. So it doesn't matter. I said earlier, I want to 
tone down the rhetoric. And I want to do that with Trump's supporters. I really do. But with Donald Trump, I refuse to tone down the rhetoric because I've never seen a person more deserving of a you deserve what you get than this person. You reap what you sow, my orange friend. And in the end, the hate you take is equal to the hate you make. But enough of that sideshow clown for now. Let's end talking about our new president and our new vice president. Again, you just had a, a sense of pride, a sense of pride that you didn't have in this country for four years. You had it when Obama was president. I've really even heard, whether you're a Trump supporter or a Republican, I have heard people say, Obama at least didn't do anything to embarrass us. He did not embarrass our country. They still might not have liked him, and they still may have been programmed to really dislike him from the conservative media. But you've had a sense of pride when he got up and spoke for our country. And when I heard Joe Biden and Kamala Harris speak the other night, I felt that pride again. You know, I felt pride. I got a uh, a message. I was... Our, our friend Frosty Knowledge, you know, she was um, really prideful that day when she was able to see a black woman as the vice president. And she shared this beautiful moment with her son and her daughter. And she's also very excited and prideful that Joe Biden is the president and how he will run this country. And, you know, it just it, it that took me aback a little bit. And, you know, all I could respond was to say that, you know, I am now proud to be in a country where she could feel proud about what has just happened. So she's up there in Boston, Mass. I'm sure they were celebrating and dancing in the streets. Our friend Steph in New York City. She was probably, in fact, she even sent a message saying there was people outside her window. They're all dancing in the streets. You had Rachel, who was on our show. She was in Philly. They were dancing the streets. Here I am in Florida. Florida fucked everything up. Should have been a complete and utter blowout. But no, Florida did it to us again. They were sitting their Trump flags at half-mast, drinking their sorrows away. Now, I had some drinks myself, but those were more of party drinks and just having a good old time. And I really... Am excited, and it just does really feel good. I, I, the day that he is inaugurated, and that he swears in to be the forty-sixth president of the United States, and to have Barack Obama behind him, Hillary and Bill Clinton will be behind him. You will have George W. Bush, who actually loves that whole group, and they love him, believe it or not, if you hadn't seen that relationship. They're very tight and very good friends. President Jimmy Carter will be behind him, while Donald Trump will once again have to get a legal team together because this time he's really going to need some really, really good attorneys. But just when you thought our job was done, we still have one more little piece of the puzzle that we need to fit in there. There is a very, very, two very important Senate races in Georgia, which Georgia, all the stuff, how about Georgia's blue and Florida's red? How did that happen? Georgia got it together and I'll tell you how it happened. Stacey Abrams is a badass, ladies and gentlemen. You talk about somebody who I said, what did I say a couple weeks ago? When you want to get something done right, you get a woman to do it. 
This woman took charge, and it wasn't just her. She did not take the credit. There was many, many people around her, but she was instrumental in helping turn that state blue. And now she is going to do everything she can to get Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff the Senate seats that we need to control the Senate. They are going to a runoff, and that is going to happen in early January. So if you can, I know I'm going to try as much as I can to donate to their campaigns because this really is going to help Joe Biden be able to set the agenda that he wants. So we're going up against David Perdue and Kelly uh, Loeffler, and uh, this is just as important now as the presidency. So uh, that is something to keep an eye on. And again, if you can donate, do whatever you can. And let's see if we can at least get Joe Biden, his first two years in office, a Senate where he might actually be able to get some shit done. So, but anyway, as always, I thank you guys so much for listening. I was so excited. This was such a great weekend. Of course, everything was going great until we got the news that Alex Trebek of Jeopardy passed away with his battle of pancreatic cancer. And Alex, I first of all, I love Jeopardy. Jeopardy is something that I try to watch as much as I can. But, I mean, you talk about a treasure, a national treasure, another guy from another country who's an American treasure, Alex Trebek. Uh, rest in peace, Alex. It's very terrible news. But, uh, you know, he did fight a long time. And, uh, you know, the fact that he kept doing the shows and everything and showing resiliency is something that is a um, lesson that we can all take into the new year. So anyway, again, thank you guys for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. Please send me any questions or comments. Or if you want to take me up on my bet at runshousepodcast at gmail.com, please subscribe rate and review the show wherever you can. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Ask Alexa, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, anywhere where you can find it. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. I'd really appreciate it. Guys, we'll talk to you again soon. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, our new president and vice president of the United States of America.